nerds, thank you for joining us. Just to recap, we are coming back from a week-long break. We are rejuvenated and focused after discussing the direction of the podcast with our pastors and leaders. Uh, by the grace of God, we are growing with new listeners every week, and that means a lot of people have ideas on how to fix and improve this podcast. Uh, if you are one of those people, I want to encourage you to go on yselm.com, go under the resources tab, print out the podcast suggestion form, fill it out. Uh, you don't have to put down your name if you want to stay anonymous. Uh, and then after you're done filling it out, just throw it in your trash can. We don't care what you have to say, okay? But what we do want to ask is that you will pray for us. The mission statement of this podcast has always been to compel members to rejoice in the work of the gospel in each other and ultimately glorify God. So Stephen and I, with, along with the pastors and leaders, want to ask you to pray that God will use this podcast as an instrument to expand his kingdom and his glory. Um, with that said, we have another very special guest with us today, Cindy Kwan. Hi, Cindy. Hi. <laughs> no. right. Yeah, stop being nervous. Like it's just it's just an everyday conversation. Yeah, it's you know? just yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how would you uh, describe yourself to those that might not know you? Um, I am someone from Maryland who came to PA because God led me here and and yeah, just doing what he wants me to do, but just stumbling my way through life. I am also an optometrist. Woo! Um, and yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. We are going to get into that in a little bit. But um, for now, what have you been up to? Any special occasions coming up? Um, my sister is actually pregnant, and it's the first baby grandchild of the family, so... We're really excited. It's going to be a Christmas baby. Um, let's see. Brittany is also leaving on Friday back to Seattle. She was here for a little bit, but yeah. Brittany, you want to say hi real quick? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, what are you doing here? And like, what's up? Like, what, why are you here? And are you- it's about Cindy. <laughs> Yeah, this is about Cindy, but since you're there, like, I'm not going to not ask. I'm not going to ignore you. Like, what's up? <laughs> Nothing. I just came home because um, Fong went to Utah for training. Okay. I just stayed with family and then visited some friends. <laughs> cool. So a lot of us are asking, why did Brittany not text me while she was here for, how long was it again? Uh, like six weeks. <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, there's a form for that on uh, the YSELM.com, too. It's under Why Did Brittany Abandon Us? So if you guys want to fill that out and hand it to Cindy, we'll make sure Brittany gets it. Um, yeah, let's see. I don't even know where to go from that. Um, okay, so nephew's birth is coming up. That's very exciting. You're going to become an emo yeah. really, really soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited because I can play with him and then give him back. It's perfect. Nice. Nice. So you also said that you might start a job come October. Can you yeah. get into that? 
Um, well, so I just passed my boards in August, um, but it's taking a little bit of time for my license to get approved. I think COVID kind of delayed a lot of things, um, but the place I was working at before um, as a technician offered me a job as an optometrist. So just waiting for the approval of the license and then I can start working. That's so exciting. Yeah. I'm excited, but I'm nervous too. So, is, is that why you were missing from a uh, praise team for a bit? Uh, no, I was actually home in Maryland for like six months. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I ended up moving all my stuff back and then I moved back. Nice, nice. Welcome back. Thank um, you. Side note I actually went down to Maryland with my parents last weekend. Wait, where'd you go? We went to this place called um, Tilgman Island. It's uh, near St. Michael's. It's like where people go to like vacation, I guess. But we were there to try our hand at uh, crabbing. How was it? We caught eight crabs in like five hours. No, it's not a lot at all. (laughs) And then then we had to give back or not give back, but uh, throw back four of them because they weren't big enough. <laughs> so you caught four crabs and yeah, like what do you even do with that? So like we we just ended up making like a really spicy stew out of it. Ooh. Yeah. It was like a what do you what did my mom call it? Like ketang or something. Koketang, I think. That's what it was called. Yeah. So there's really nothing to do in Maryland. It's pretty uh pretty boring other than crabbing. Yeah, honestly, I can't say anything against that. <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania is where it's at, right, Cindy? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do really love Philly, PA area. Yep. Uh, and th- so we sent questionnaires out now for our future interviewees, so like you're less scared to interview with us. Mm-hmm. Um, in the questionnaire that we sent you, Cindy, we asked what some of your hobbies and interests are mm-hmm. and you wrote down eyes <laughs> <laughs> and then you also wrote down prison ministry can yeah. you elaborate on that please yeah um well it's kind of like a new development i would say the last year um i was watching netflix when they see us And it's basically a documentary about five boys who are falsely accused of, um, can I say, um, it's a rape case. Um, But basically, they ended up doing a lot of time, um, but they were innocent. So it was just a documentary about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I happened to be reading the passage in Matthew that basically says, um, you know, like when, when I was naked, Um, you didn't clothe me when I was hungry, you didn't feed me when I was in prison, you didn't visit and basically saying um, what you do to the least of these, you do it to me. And I was just meditating on that a little bit. And I realized, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we, we're okay with feeding people, we're okay with clothing people. But that last part, I feel like it gets slipped under the rug, kind of like a suggestion rather than something that God has a heart for. So I looked into it um, and yeah, I was so thankful for our pastors who, when I said I was interested in this, they kind of 
gave me the go to figure out what it, what's what we can do as a congregation to get involved. Um, yeah, so last year we did Angel Tree Christmas 2019, um, basically where we get to get in contact with families of prisoners. Um, and because they're in prison, they can't give gifts to their kids. So we were able to purchase the gifts, write a little message from their parents, and then send it to them. But yeah, I think the goal is to get into the prisons eventually. But um, yeah, that's that. Very cool. Thank you for sharing. Um, For our listeners that might be interested in serving through Angel Trees or serving in uh, prison ministries in general, uh, how can they get started? Contact me or Andy Phillips or P. Walt. Uh, I think there's a form on, what's it, on the, the homepage. Um, Under the resources tab? Yeah, 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 next to Brittany's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, or there, there's a lot of resources. You can email me. Um, even if you're scared to actually go into prisons, there's actually a lot of different ways um, that you can still get involved, like writing, um letters to prisoners or um, even just keeping contact with the families and seeing if they can um, come to church, things like that. But yeah, there's a lot more opportunities. So I I prepared a little game of uh, this or that. Are you familiar with that game? No. Can you explain it? So it's literally like you choose this or that. So I rapid fire questions at you giving you two choices Mm -hmm. um so like for example one question is like cat or dog and then you just choose one and then we move on to the next one so i'm trying to maximize our efficiency in having our congregation learn about you yeah um so are you are you cool with playing that game yeah let's go all right all right all right so this is a hundred questions long okay it's gonna last 30 minutes (laughs) so be ready okay Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Cat or dog? Dog. Superman or Batman? Batman. Hot dog or hamburger? Hamburger. Summer or winter? Winter. Joey or Chandler? Joey. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. I like waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Apple or Android? Apple. Text or call? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. Cake or ice cream? Cake. Mall or online shopping? Neither. Sleep or eat? Sleep. Eat. Eat. (laughs) Eat. (laughs) Faith or dashing good looks? Faith. Comedy or horror? Comedy. North or South Korea? North. (laughs) Fruits or veggies? Fruits. Books or movies? Books. Sweet or salty? Salty. Fa or jige? Can you say that again? Fa or jige? Fa? Oh, fa or jige? Mm-hmm. Fa, fa. Okay, and then la- last one. Pastor Wallen or Pastor Steven? Oh, that's like mom and dad. I <laughs> <Yeah>. can't. <laughs> Don't answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> I'll tell you after, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was a real quick game um, designed to... Uh, Everyone learn about you. Let's see. And then let's move on to this. 
So Stephen did some digging and found a lot of dirt on you. Oh boy. I'm not even gonna bring up the fact that you have people's eyes and mason jars in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> you found those too? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I do want to ask you about is how did you come to faith? My understanding is that your family isn't a, from a Christian background. Yeah. Um, I came to faith. So my sister was dating someone who was Muslim. Um, and strangely for her, she didn't want to find out about that religion, but she was like, is there a God for me? Um, and so her best friend at the time was going to a Presbyterian church and my sister not wanting to be the only newcomer. She made me come along. Um, I remember my first service, people were closing their eyes and like clapping and dancing. And I was really confused what was happening. Um, but yeah, for some reason, I ended up attending for about a year and then it was actually at a youth retreat that I got saved. I went as a helper. Um, yeah, but I think for me, it was just, I dealt with a lot of comparison issues and a lot of insecurities. Um, and I felt like love was always conditional. Like people only wanted to be around me because of what I could do for them or um, yeah, what I can bring to the relationship. But I think for the first time, I like over the course of the years, all the Bible studies I learned, um, just the sermons I heard, it just became real that God, when he says he loves us, he really means he loves us just as we are. Um, and so, yeah, I think after that, yeah, he, he just gave a lot of freedom and a lot of joy. I don't think I had before. And so that was back in college. So 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. But yay, God. <laughs> Steven's clapping too. He's just uh, um, so your so your parents are not Christian, is that correct? Yes, they are okay. not. Okay. Were they and are they supportive of uh you being Christian and also like what's the most difficult thing about not having Christian parents? Mm, so I think my mom has been more supportive, but because she sees the benefits, right, of having a community, um when there are hard times, she knows that I can go to God for certain things. But I think she draws the line when it becomes like dangerous things. So I haven't told her about prison ministry and I haven't told her. Yeah, just I, I don't think I can be fully vulnerable with all things, um, which, by the way, prison ministry is not all that dangerous. OK, guys, there's safety, safety precautions involved. But I think. The hardest thing for me is that, um, yeah, I just, I see a lot of brokenness in their lives and seeing them having to trust in themselves, I think doesn't provide a lot of peace and it doesn't provide a lot of comfort, but I think more than anything, I want them to know the love of God and know, um, yeah, just the truths of what he says about them, I feel like would alleviate a lot of their stresses and 
yeah, just even their brokenness in marriage. Um, yeah, I feel like he, he would be the answer. So just patiently waiting for him to save them. Amen. Amen. And then um, we asked you to share something that most people might not know about you. Yeah. Should I share? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I ran a marathon, which I don't recommend. Don't do it. Um, I've gone skydiving, which was really fun. I've ridden an ostrich, which was kind of cool, but I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> and I can't swim. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You, you've ridden a what? Huh? You an wrote ostrich. a what? An ostrich. Is this like a Maryland thing? Like everyone, everyone does <laughs> Everybody that? Everybody from Southern Maryland. <laughs> no, I was, um, I went to missions to Thailand and that happened to be one of the things that we could do, that the locals do. And so I seized the opportunity. Like, how was that? Like, <laughs> What do you, how do you even get on it? So they actually have to take a black bag over and then put it over the ostrich's head. And then you climb on top and then your legs go underneath their wings and you just hold on to them. And then they'll take the black bag off and they'll just run around in circles. Um, yeah. But is the ostrich trying to like throw you off the whole time? Or? I don't think they like humans on them. So <laughs> <laughs> you went on missions to a foreign country where they need Jesus and you forced an animal <laughs> you, <laughs> to we were hold trying up to connect with the locals. <laughs> <laughs> to God be the glory. <laughs> I, I'm just picturing you like with your Bible in your one arm while you're like <laughs> like holding on to the ostrich and you're just like yeah. singing like a battle hymn. <laughs> I think neither of us were comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think it do you think it led to uh did it lead to um you being closer to the locals though? Um not necessarily, but <laughs> I'm sure they enjoyed our monies. Nice, nice. And then um what what is this word? Trapezing? Oh yeah. What can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So it's you know how like circus people they like play on bars? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go so on. It's like two people are on a bar and then you swing, you let go of the bar, and the person on the other bar will catch you with their hands upside down. Okay. So <laughs> Go on. How how did you get into this, and what is going on with this? Like, is is this another Maryland thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, my best friend from Maryland. She's she's. I think she just really tried likes to try one of a kind things. So she got us a class to do that. Um, it was really scary because it's pretty high, but we took a class with a ten year old. And she was just really fearless, and she went first. So we we're like, we can't lose against a ten-year-old. So then, yeah, we tried it. It's fun though. I would recommend it. It's That's nuts. Like, is it safe? Like, can like anyone do this? Or yeah, there's a net underneath. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's nuts. You, you Maryland people are so weird. <laughs> um, and then can, that as a compliment. <laughs> can you uh, elaborate on the time you went skydiving as well? Just because I'm like, I'm interested in that. Like, I do want to do that like sometime before I die. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I heard your life insurance can increase if you go skydiving. So just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the same friend. It was on her bucket list, and she graduated grad school. So I got us tickets. Um, it was really scary, but honestly, like, there's somebody behind you who's like controlling the parachute and all. Right, right. As soon as you jump off the plane. You just can't breathe for about like 40 seconds because you're dropping straight against the air. I don't know. Anyways, you can't breathe. But then after that, it's cool. It's like you get to enjoy the views. And yeah, I would uh, highly recommend it. This summer, I measured how long I can hold my breath uh-huh. underwater. And it was 39 seconds. So Dang. <laughs> do you recommend me against going skydiving? No, I think the adrenaline will kick in because you literally have no other choice. <laughs> yeah, how much are we talking about though for the tickets? Like, is it expensive or? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember, but if I could afford it, I don't think it was that expensive. Okay. I want to say in the low hundreds. I could always sell a kidney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll set up a GoFundMe if you want. Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, and uh, any books or podcasts that you're into? Um, books. I I think Sylvia mentioned this uh, when Breath Becomes Air. Mm-hmm. I started it because Hannah Park from SNL um, she recommended, but that there's a book Quiet that Pastor Stephen recommended, and Just P bought me. Hi, Just P. <laughs> um, and what's then, that one about? Oh, it's about introverts in an extroverted world. I think. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it was really interesting because I feel like during quarantine, I was super happy, like being alone. <laughs> but I, like a part of me felt selfish and I wasn't sure like what the balance is with being like introverted versus Christian. So I, I was just really interested in the personality aspect of introversion but so do you consider yourself an introvert a hundred percent wow that's that's crazy because i think i'm speaking for a lot of the congregation when i say like you seem pretty extroverted at church i think i get i like people i enjoy being with people but like how i get energized is time alone gotcha gotcha um and then the book born a crime can you elaborate on on that a little bit um he's definitely a celebrity crush trevor noah (laughs) he was born in um the apartheid i don't know how to say the phrase anyways so basically in south africa it was a crime for a white person and a black person to be together um but his parents are white and black and so him being born was a crime in and of itself, but it just tells wow. his story. Um, he's a comedian. So even like very heavy situations, I think he was able to tell it um, in a very artistic way that's easily swallowed. But 
I, I enjoy the fact that it's like real world situations um, that he's telling, but yeah. Is it, is it more of like an autobiography or is it more about like racism and apartheid? Uh, I think it's mainly autobiography, but it naturally includes other yeah. issues as well. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, and then just because we're running out of time, um, can you share with us how God is showing grace to you in your life? Oh, I feel like my entire life has been just grace-filled. Um, I don't know. Uh, like, like in terms of quarantine or just in general? Just in general. Mm, I think I think just because I'm so aware of my shortcomings, like any achievements I have, I can only attribute it to God. Um, I'll even say like, yeah, I think even me coming back to PA, um, yeah, it was really difficult because I think like the idea was like me leaving home, my sister um, being pregnant and it, it would just be easier if I stayed in Maryland. But I think because I felt God's leading to PA, um, I came and I think I was really nervous about it at first, but like, I think just seeing the way God is moving even amidst COVID, even amidst like social distancing and just, yeah, 2020 has just been a crazy year, I would say for the world in general, but um, seeing that God can still move in illogical ways, like who would have thought that we would hear testimonies um, in a time like this? Like even Mm -hmm. Taylor, Taylor getting baptized, whoa! That's crazy. I just, I don't know. I, I go back to the sermon about how um, the Israelites, when they were in the wilderness, um, they were like complaining and they were like, it, it was better when we were slaves, right? But somebody pointed out it, was, it wasn't in the promised land that we really saw God, God and his miracles. It was in the wilderness. And I feel like... Mm-hmm. That's kind of how things are right now. But sorry for rambling. But yeah, he's good all the time. Amen. 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 You can keep rambling. We have, we have time. You just have to pay more. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. And then last thing before we end, do you have prayer requests for us? Yeah. Um, just prayer requests for my parents' salvation. Um, and with that... Yeah, just salvation in general. I think, I guess I'm speaking personally, but like it's really easy to look inward and see what I, what I need and what I want. But I feel like during quarantine, I kind of forgot that there were things of the kingdom um, to pray for. And so, yeah, salvations. Yeah, it's always a great thing. People coming to the Lord. So yeah, if if you guys know people by name or um, even if it's family members, yeah, let's pray. Amen. Um, so for the listeners, I really want to encourage you to um, take a couple minutes to pray for Cindy. 
and her parents and other prayer requests for other people that might have interviewed with us or just people that you know um, in our church, outside our church, if you can pray for them, um, that'd be great. Yeah. Hey, Cindy, thank you so much for making the time to join us and be with us. Thank you so much for having me. And can I just say, you guys are doing such a good job. I was really nervous about this, but you guys make it easier than I thought it would be. <laughs> but thank you for your time and efforts as well. Thank you. And um, is Brittany still there? Yeah. Brittany, what are you doing? Drinking bubble tea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say something to the congregation real quick? Oh, um, goodbye. <laughs> do you want to share a prayer request too Is yeah 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 yeah. Brittany, yeah share a prayer request it's gonna be at five dollars extra but go ahead i'll cover you <laughs> um i guess just safe travels and prayer for fong as well right oh, oh um there's just a lot going like changes i guess in both our lives like me being unemployed or like living in a different state and then, like, next year, we're living in a different country. So to where? Out to Japan. <laughs> what the heck is going on in here? All right. Hey, Britt, just yeah. save it because we're going to interview you next, okay? <laughs> I don't have Wi-Fi in Washington. She's a liar. It's such a terrible it's excuse. What? Washington's, like, one of the, like, the foremost, like, <laughs> cities in the world, and you're going to tell me they don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> Fine, but it has to be like, can we do like 7.30 p.m. my time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's not a problem at all. <laughs> Even saying no, but I'll, I'll, I'll stay up. Okay, what is that? 7.30 your time is like, what, like 8.30 here? I don't know. 10.30 there, your time, or your time. Oh. It's three hours. Yeah, maybe not. All right, bye, Brittany. Have fun in Japan. <laughs> <laughs>